Hey up. Hey up, you're alright. You're alright. Welcome to another White Tables Talks podcast uh, with myself, Logan Smith. And today I'm not joined by my co host, Doug Dennison. Uh, Doug is actually a guest today. Uh, we wanted Doug to come on as a guest today just to tell his story and where he's been through. I've got a number of questions for you, Doug, just to ask you a bit more about our. Uh, business side of things and not just about the charity side. Fantastic. Uh, so I wanted to uh, ask you a bit more about that and a few challenges and stuff like that that you've faced uh, but really I wanted to get you on to tell your story because I think your story is, is um, it captures me every single time I listen to it and I lis- I've listened to it I'd probably say over a hundred times, times a couple times. of hundred times and um, it's been it gets me every single time still and so i wanted to get it across and for the people that watch it you'll obviously be able to see doug but for the people that are listening uh, i'm going to give you a bit of a background on doug on so who you are age where you come from maybe something about that let awesome. us know who, who is doug Den- dennison or dougie d or, or doug doug. D. Well, you, know, you know you've known me now 13 years going on uh, but for those that don't know it, I'll introduce myself. My name is Doug Dennis. I'm one of the one of the founders at Unmasked, um, and one of the directors of our, of our business. Um, and I'm from originally from Sobby Bridge. That's where we live now. That's where we're based. Calderdale, Calderdale, yeah. West Yorkshire, West Yorkshire. Yep. Yeah. Um, what else did you want to know? This is a bit weird for me because it's normally me asking the questions with you. Yeah, so. I know it is a bit weird, but I, I wanted to give him an example of sort of who 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 Doug is, like as in. You know, I, I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is later down the line is to say, look, this has all happened to you. This is who I am. This is where I came from. And mental health is an opportunity mongrel, and it doesn't discriminate on age or gender or where you're from or, yeah, definitely. or, or stuff like that. So for people that are listening, obviously they don't have a visual on you, but people that are watching can see them grey hairs poking through. So they oh, know yeah. that you're a 38-year-old. Uh, I'm actually 37. <laughs> so yeah. 37-year-old. I'm a 37-year-old from Caldrail, um, Halifax, as I said, Sobey Bridge. Yeah. Uh, my background is in sales. So, you know, I am just a normal Joe. From uh, from a sales background. Yeah. So before this, you was in sales. Yep. Any particular kind of sales? Uh, yeah, I was in I was in car sales. So I started in car sales, and then I moved over to the commercial f- vehicle side. So I used to sell vans. Yeah. To massive organisations and stuff like that. Yeah, so. big companies. Um, so that's what I wanted to sort of get a brief of of who you are. Obviously, I know who you are. I could have probably said that, but it's coming from the coming from you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and when we get into your story and. Like I said, I want people to, to realise that it can affect absolutely anybody and everybody. Uh, poor mental health, we'll say. Not not mental. Everyone's got mental health. I hope you'd agree on that one. I would agree. Everyone's got. Yeah, they have got. Everyone's got mental health. It's, it's there's two different kinds. There's, there's poor mental health. There's good mental health. So. Exactly. Yeah. So poor, good, and we'll we'll use them sort of uh, them them sayings throughout these podcasts. These poor mental health, good mental health, because um, we do have good days and we do have bad days. But. Um, yeah, so what I was sort of getting at is that, you know, you've come from a decent upbringing, decent background, had decent jobs, and then you've had a lot of trauma in your life. And uh, just by hearing you speak out about it or seeing you speak out about it, for people that are watching, hopefully what I want is them to get confidence to speak about yeah. it, if you know what I mean? Because I think that's what the whole thing that we're trying to go down is, you know, real people, real stories. And we've called it White Table Talks pretty simply because we sat at a white table. Exactly. There's, no, there's no massive story behind it. But it is just literally, we're going to sit down with people at our desk and have a straight up talk about what's happened in their life, what's going on in their life, things like that. Definitely. What, what journey they've been led down to take them on the path they yeah. are now kind of stuff. Yeah, so stra- starting with that, it's sort of fitting that you said that, um, is what actually brought you to where you are today as in you've done your sales you've done everything like that i've known you for a long time and we actually work together in bars and stuff like that and uh we you know from a rugby background we've uh, we've never played on the same team but uh, codes, mate. Mine's better than yours. <laughs> yeah you're, you're a union fan i'm a i'm a leaguey lad but um we've, we've always had the same interests things like that same area we've come from and and stuff um but something happened uh, over 10 years ago, am I right? Yep. 10 yep. years ago? Well, 11 years ago now. 11 years ago. 
Um, something happened 11 years ago that, that started it all off. Would that be would that be pretty much putting the finger on? Pretty much, yeah. I'd say you, you've hit the point. The, there's, there's probably more to my story that that's happened before that time, but I would say, you know, through my childhood growing up and all that, but I would say that the be all and the, the icing on the cake or the, yeah. the tipping point, which yeah. led to my obviously my, my PTSD and my depression was that, that event that started 11 years ago. So prior to 11 years ago, would you say that probably you was quite resilient with things that has happened in your life? Like you said, this was the icing on the cake, but in them times you've been quite resilient to sort of bounce back and then this was the sort of yeah yeah i think i think i've learned over you know i i got bullied at school my family issues and stuff like that yeah um but you know there for a different time but um i would say i was pretty resilient yeah and then obviously what happened happened we'll go into that shortly and it it kind of knocked me and i wasn't yeah. expecting it and i didn't know how to deal with it um and i think yeah it's something you're not born with resilience, isn't it? You yeah, have to yeah. learn it, you have to pick it up as you go along. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so at Unmasked, one of the things that we do is pretty much talking. That's what we, you know, that's what we get people to do is to talk about things. But I think one of the key things is that people need to be ready to talk. Because sometimes it can be forced, if you know what I mean. And we, we always say, you know, in our groups and stuff like that, that, um, you know, you have to be ready. To uh, to talk. So if you don't want to pass on the, we pass a little monkey round prior yeah, to yeah. lockdown. You know, we pass that monkey round, and you have to be ready to talk. I'll just try to see if we can see the monkey, but he's not here, is it? We got one here. We got one here. Oh, heck, things falling off. So we pass a little monkey around, and um, it, that that's sort of like your turn to talk. And if you don't want to, you pass it back on. Uh, you pass it on to the next person. You never get challenged to, oh no, come on, open up, because sometimes you're just not ready to. And um, there's been a number of times for me where I've not been ready to talk. Mm. And for me, them times are not necessarily as big as what other people are going through. Uh, I, I, I know it's important to remember that everyone's problems as big as everyone else's, if you know what I mean. Like, um, but for me that at that time that i didn't open up it was because i didn't deem my problem big enough definitely uh, you're right so. in what you're saying though you know you've got to be ready when you're ready yeah and for me not being ready led to what i'm going going through yeah. or what i went through and you know that that time was for me at that point was, was when i was ready to talk so do you think you're ready to talk now? Yeah, let's go for it. As yeah. I said, I'm a little bit nervous because I've, uh, you know, we do this day in, day out. This is yeah, what we yeah. do. This is what <laughs> we do. But I've never been sat on this side. I mean, we've been wanting to do this for, since we started really, yeah. haven't we? So we started in, what, February 2019. And we've been wanting to do a podcast, a video sort of thing the whole time that we've been. That We, we always said, that's what we want to do. We want to go down that route because... It gives people an opportunity to talk and to to reach out to a, an audience that they might never get chance to do. You know, we've been very fortunate with the social media now reaching nearly forty thousand followers. So we have an avenue there to talk and stuff like that. We do the we do the magazine where people have the opportunity, and we just want to give people or to give anybody a voice, a voice for one, but to have the the facilities to do it and different facilities because people listen to podcasts on a day-to-day -day basis you know listen in the car whatever it may be i listen to them in bed um and then i'm not on social media yeah so i wouldn't see someone's voice on social media because i'm not on it at that mm -hmm. time so it just gives people a different opportunity to to spread out and right we'll put them on the social media we'll put them on the podcast we'll put them on the video on youtube or whatever it may be and it just gets people to to open up yeah, definitely. Um, but I've got questions for later on. I haven't seen these questions. You haven't yet, seen these questions. I've got questions for later on, uh, but I didn't want to ask questions really about your story because I wanted you just to speak from your heart. And um, obviously, I'm going to try and instigate it as much as possible, but it might not happen. You might want to say it a little bit. You might want to say a lot. It's entirely up to you, Doug. And, I'm, and I guess that's why I said it about five minutes ago that you have to be ready to talk. So yeah. if you don't feel like you can open up fully, please don't. But um, just from the beginning, 11 years ago, take us back, what happened 11 years ago that changed Doug Dennison? Good question. So I, I think it's always a difficult one to talk about. Um, it always will be, as I said, we do it day to day, but I find it difficult even then doing it. So at first I'd apologise if all happens or all that, but um, 11 years ago, you know, I, 
I'm, I'm too new me. Yep. Just a lad as you are. Yep. Going about doing doing my stuff. Just try to have a bit of a laugh, giggle with my mates and stuff like that. And I, you know, met a girl. Yep. As you do, met a girl. We when we fell in love, we got pregnant, and we found out we was having identical twins. Now, that relationship moved pretty quick, pretty yep. rapid, and we moved in together. We got a house and one night I rolled over in bed and she wasn't there. She was she was nowhere to be seen, so she was actually in the bathroom going into labour. Um, quite traumatic, didn't know what to do. Young lad, never been in that position before. And I thought, I know, I'll ring a dad. Easiest thing to do is ring a dad. Yeah. Uh, he owns a company, he's an intelligent man, he'll know what to do. And he's only a few doors away. And Lo and behold, they come round and said, what's your round me for? You need to ring an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's what I did. I, I rang an ambulance and it was very quick. You know, it moved very really quick, this. So we rang an ambulance and we found out that the ambulance is not going to get there. You yeah. know, you're on your own for 20, to 20 minutes to half an hour. We can't do anything. So what we did, we put the phone on loudspeaker and you know, a dad main leg got, got stuck in and that was it. We had to we had to deliver these babies and, and keep them alive. And that's what we did. We 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 it's a bit of a haze, a bit of a blade of what actually went on. Yeah. Um, and I think that's me trying to block out what actually happened and went on in in, in that time. And I say it every time we do this is we sorry, we actually spoke about this last week in the first aid yeah, training, yeah. didn't we? About sort of reliving and going back. Is it is it a is it a good thing to do? You know, you know. Yeah, you said yeah. that you wanted to ask more questions yeah. to actually see what happened that day. Yeah, because we you know, last week we had first aid, didn't we? And yeah. we uh, we listened to a nine 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 call, a live nine 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 call, and it was actually one of the trainer's friends. And then at the end of it, I said, you know what? I'd actually like to go back and listen to my nine 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 call and find out what actually happened and what was said, and, and you know, like how you react, how to react, things like that. that. Yeah. But then he said, you know, would that be a good idea? Because what you say in your mind, did that actually happen? What did you do the right thing? You, all you'd be doing is creating more trauma. Um, so I've decided to obviously not do that. Yeah, I think what I were concerned, at, uh, and, and I was concerned because as, as your friend, you're obviously concerned about your, your mates. And in my head, when we, when you were talking about this during this session, I, well, for the last five minutes of the session, I was just thinking, you know, what happens if you do listen to it? And, you know, the best case scenario is, is it, it plays out how you, you did and, you, you know, you say you can go to bed at night and say, this is what I did and yeah. I'm okay with that. But what happens if it didn't go that way and you have a completely different story in your mind to what actually happened, do you then beat yourself up over it? Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what I were really concerned about. Is, yeah. And I'm glad that to what... I kept quiet through that whole conversation and then I was going to interject at the end and just say that. Uh, and then luckily Huey from Phoenix Division uh, actually said, I don't think it'd be a good idea and give you them, them reasons. And then you were like, actually, yeah, I don't think it would be the good idea. Yeah, I think the way you put it is, is, are you content with what happened in your head? Are you content with what happened? And each only when he's really said that, that I thought, do you know what, actually I am, yeah, because I believe and I know what we did was right. Exactly, yeah. Um, so yeah, I am, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that there, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, and just, that's where it needs to stay, so. Yeah. But moving on, you know, what happened in that next 20 minutes to half an hour is, you know, with the help of dad, we delivered babies, they yep. were born, we kept them alive, and then literally, 30 minutes to 25 minutes to, to the hour the, the ambulance service turned up come running up the stairs said you've done a fantastic job absolutely brilliant they're still alive let's get them to the hospital and we'll take them to Pinder Fields where you know where we'll put them on life support and, and we'll go from there yeah you guys follow us on in the car and we'll we'll brush off it with the blue lights on obviously now we followed on in the car but when we actually got there it was a bit of a different story so what was happening is my, my partner was outside crying and screaming because they, they, they wouldn't do anything they said we can't do anything we're not allowed and the confusion was in my head well why why are you not allowed because when we left everything was fine yeah you, know, you told us you were going to do this and it turns out that what what was happening is there was three days out of the gestation periods so three days or a couple of days out and legally what that means is they're not classed as a, a baby, they're still yeah. classed as, as 
well, I don't, you know, what the word is, it's still classed as, as not, a, not a human, basically, and it's all around legal abortions and stuff like that. But there was three days out, yeah. and what the ambulance service has says, we can't do anything for three days, but if they survive for three days on their own, then we can do, we can, we can take them to Pinderfields, we'll put them on life support, and we'll, we'll go from there. Now, unfortunately, they didn't, they didn't survive. They lived for a couple of minutes, and then, and then they passed away. Just before you move on, do you, when I've never I've never asked you this question, and I've never asked you to to speak about it like this. But you know, when you got that, when you got to the back of the ambulance, and they told you this, and they said we're gonna we'll put them on life support, or or you know they have this they have this chance. What were what were going through your what were going through your head, or were you were you more concerned about is everyone else okay sort of thing, or? Yeah, I don't honestly. I, could, can't I, couldn't answer, I can't remember. I couldn't answer it. I don't know. Fair enough. It's 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 a difficult question because I I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah. That whole hour was is a bit like a blank. It's a bit like a blank. It's a bit like I, I can fill bits in, but then there's certain bits I can't fill in because yeah, yeah. my mind won't let me fill it in. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah definitely. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Um. So carry on where you where you were. So yeah, we. Uh, Obviously, that's what happened. They passed away, and mm-hmm. in my head, I'm thinking, right, what? Shit, what do I do now? Yeah. Um, and it was, it was one of them where I thought, do you know what? I need to be strong for everybody else around me. I need to be, I need to be there for my partner. Um, the relationship didn't last very long after that. To be honest with you, we tried to make it work, but we just do just too much going on. Yeah. You know, I, I just thought I'll bottle it up. I'll be all right. And eventually, we we split up and we went a separate ways. Um, and that was that is that how it was left. Yeah. You know, it is one of them. If for a few years it was pretty bitter between us. Um, but you know, if we do pass each other on the street or anything now, you know, it's still not to the point of like, how are you doing this? But it's just a you're like right. an acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. Like to, yeah. yeah that, that's I know what, you are. You know I am. We've got the same. Yeah. That's it. That's the same thing. That's how it's being left. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. So. So yeah. But what did I do? I ended up. Well, mainly just thinking, yeah, it's all right, forget about it, you know, move on. And I won't talk about it because I don't need to talk about it. Nobody really needs to listen to what I've got to say. And everybody around me kind of did the same thing. Nobody ever brought it up. Nobody mentioned it. You know, I got the, are you all right? How are you? Every now and again. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, it, it was forgotten about it. It wasn't mentioned. So yeah, that, I, yeah. that helped me, but not helped me, if you know what I mean, at the same time. Because it did just get forget about and what I was doing, I was turning to, not turning to drink, I wasn't an alcoholic or anything like that, but, you know, I turned to going out. Just going out. Just, just going out yeah. and, you know, thinking, well, I've been in this relationship for so long, I just want to go out, I just want to forget stuff that's happened, I'll go out and drink, you know, I'll go out and have a good time. And that's what I did. You know, I went out and had a good time. And, you know, six months down the line, six months later, I met another girl. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, I ended up getting pregnant again. And it was one so of it works then, yeah. So I like, so it works, yeah, <laughs> definitely works. Um, but it was one of them. It was like, shit. What, 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 what do I do now? What do I do? Yeah. You know, there's a lot, of, lot of doubt and fear in my mind. But you know, well then, let's happen. Let's de- let's deal with it. And again, that relationship moved quickly. But every time we went for a scan, there was something wrong. But they couldn't tell us what they said. You know, you just need to come back, or you need to come back, or right, we're gonna have a scan. I mean, it was getting to the yeah. point where we have scans every two weeks, and uh, we found out that the baby had something called Edward syndrome. Now, not a lot of people know what Edward syndrome is, and it's your chromosomes. So your chromosomes all come in pair. Yeah. Now, chromosome number eighteen had three instead of the two. And that's what it is. That's what caused it. And it's one in five thousand babies. I've actually done a bit of research, and every time I tell this story, you know, I say I haven't actually been able to look. Yeah, you always say um, that because you do. You, I mean, you, I know you always say that you don't want to look back just in case things have changed mm. now, things have progressed, and things will be different. But but I, I, I did. I did over this Christmas period. I have looked. Yeah. Purely because. Um, it was his 10 year anniversary yeah, yeah. and I thought, do you know what, it's a decade, it's mad. Yeah. So I looked, I've done a bit of research into it, you know, and there's, there's more I want to do with that later down the line. Um, but yeah, it was something I looked and we found out, by the time we found out, we had to we had to go full term. Um, but, 
yeah, we, we went full term and yeah. Boxing Day, it was 2010, he was born. Uh, there he was, this perfect little boy. And we was given the option, we did a lot of research into you know what actually happens, because I'd never heard of this. Yeah. You know, it's completely new to me. Uh, we couldn't find anyone living over the age of 10. Um, so we always knew what the outcome was going to be. And the doctor said, right, you've, you've now got a choice. You can now either, you can put him on life support, that's going to be his life for however long he lives for, or you can just leave him and let him fight, and he'll fight on his own for as long as he can fight for. And we chose the latter, right or wrong, and that's what we thought. Yeah. You know, we thought yeah. that's, that's yeah. what we need. And he lived for two hours, then, then he passed away peacefully. Now, to me, instantly, I thought, I've been here before, I know this works, I know what will happen. Um, and I bottled it up again. I just thought, be strong for everybody else. Um, you've been here before, you've dealt with it, rightly or wrongly, but that's what I did. And, you know, the relationship, we got married. Yeah. We we have a little boy, he's, he's eight. So, you know, good legend, things do... The legend, well, legend, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, good things do come from bad situations. I say, you know, we, we've now got an eight-year-old. Yeah. But we got married, but we're no longer together, we're divorced. You know, and again, it's one of them things, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's we divorced for the right reason, we didn't, didn't work out, but we've got a child. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the big factors and change point within that, within that relationship is, you know, I chose no longer that, for, for whatever reason, I didn't, I didn't want to be, I just couldn't cope anymore because I bottled things up and bottled things up and I was trying to deal with other things that were going on. And it got to a point where I just thought, you know what, I, I can't take anymore, I don't want to be here anymore. And I actually tried to drive my car into a wall. And what I did, you know, as I was doing that, I thought, why am I doing this? You know, I've got a beautiful little boy, I need to I need to stop. So I did, I did. And, you know, rightly or wrongly, am I ashamed of myself for doing it? Probably, yeah, I am. I still live with it every day. You know, it's, it's I'm not going to say that them, them thoughts don't come and go, because, you know, that they do. And, you know, but I know how to manage it and I know how to deal with it. Yeah. But I bottled it up. I didn't tell anybody because I thought if I tell everybody I've done this, that's it, I'm an outcast. Nobody will want to know me. They'll think I'm nuts. And you, you didn't know? Nobody knew. No, no one knew. So knew. just a bit of a, there's about 20 of us, maybe, maybe not 20, I don't know, 20, 15 to 20. 15 to 20, 25 even. 25 even. Big group of friends um, that are all really close friends. Uh, we could probably not message one another for about a, a year. And still, you know, drop a message and it'll be like we spoke yesterday. So, uh, good, really good group of friends, but none of us knew. And you know, when I do a talk, we we talk about we talk about this, and we talk about this situation. And you know, out of the twenty out of the twenty people, nineteen of us didn't know, and the only person that did know were you. And yeah. so we're bottling it up. And I think I'll let you carry on. But um, what I'm going to say is just the the amount of support that you got from the lads. Oh, yeah once you did actually have the courage to open up was, yeah, yeah, uh, was unbelievable I think it was one of them where you know I bottled it up and I didn't talk about it because like I said I, I was ashamed or embarrassed but when I did talk about it I said like this is what's happened it was completely the opposite they were like why didn't you tell us you know we could yeah. have done some or we could have helped or we could have done this um, but that goes back to what we were talking about earlier you know when you're ready to talk you will do yeah definitely and not before um, but you know it was at that point as well when I eventually had a bit, uh, you know, I bottled it up for so long again that this is so, I was, I was battling with bottling up the first one, yeah. then the second one, then the third thing, you know, try to, try to figure out what, what I'd done. And it got to the point where a couple of years have passed and I thought, do you know what, I'm feeling like that again. But by this time I've met my, my new partner, I met Rebecca. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was when I was talking to you and Rebecca that I, I got that push. I got that push and I got that, that, you need to go see someone, you need help. And obviously they're both directed me, both and, and, and Rebecca to AMC. Which, yeah. you know, and, and I'll, I'll say, you know, if it hadn't been for that happening, I probably wouldn't be here. Yeah, because she became quite a big uh, member of AMC. Yeah, yeah. And for anyone listening and watching, AMC is Andy's, Man's, Andy's Man Club. Um, they're based all over the country, and it's peer support groups for men. And it's only men in it. Yeah. All right, yeah. And I, I've been a couple of times. Great, great experience with it. And uh, it's a bit like a, a brotherhood, a really close camaraderie sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, definitely. 
And uh, but they, they did play a, a key role in your life, I'd say, and and helps helping you support because you ended up becoming a facilitator of a group. Did you? You weren't just an attendee uh, of the group. You became a facilitator of the group. So actually supporting other people. So you got to a point in your life where you would you was asking for support, I guess. Yeah. Without actually saying I need support, you were sort of asking for support by going to the group and then turning that around to right. I've seen the. I'm feeling different. I would say better, but I'm feeling different. I'm going to give support now. So yeah, they must have noticed that and then said, Dougie, Doug, Doug can, Doug can facilitate. facilitate now. But yeah, that's, that's exactly how it was. And, you know, it was that moment in my life when I thought, you know, this is the path I want to go down, you know, and I know from now on I need to, I need to talk about things. Yeah, I'm probably still a bit of a closed book. Yeah. You know, and I think I always will be, but that's just the way I am. That's just the way I've programmed my brain to to work and yeah. you know rightly or wrongly as I keep saying that's how I deal with it and, and yeah but you know that's that's the traumas that's what's led me to this point to where I am now and to obviously unmasked yeah so all that stuff's happened in your life you're at this point now I'm at that point now and it, 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 you know it just it gets to a point where you try and you think is it me is this something wrong with me well you know I've had that incident there you know yeah you know, they'd be born early then I've had Another baby with Edwards syndrome, and then me and Rebecca recently lost a baby as well. Yeah, that's yeah. some of that you never talk about. That's, you know, that's something I never talk about, and you know, that plays a massive part on my life because when that when that moment happened, it was it was a, a shock. It came as a surprise. Yeah, and you know, it was really thinking thinking, what do we do? You know, what if it what if it happens again? What if this happens? And you know, it got to the point where it was you know it's not going to happen again. You know, this won't happen. You know, it gets to the point where, where you, you're thinking of names, yeah. and then lo and behold, it does happen. And you think, yeah, you know, you know it's, it's happened again. I try not to swear, but you think, you know, it's, it's, real, it's real life, though. And it's it's real, real. It, it came up a couple of weeks ago, didn't it, on a social media yeah, yeah. about you did a post about um, an achievement, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I forgot what it was. But I yeah. forgot what it was, but it would be for a run. Oh, yeah, before oh, yeah, it was your 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. You'd been for a 5 a.m. run or 5:30 a.m. run. You was really chuffed that you'd done it, and you actually you swore in the text yeah, yeah. on the main page, which there's no problem with that. Um, but it's in the were, content, were, right? yeah, it, because it was in the context of what you was, you know, you was just so excited that you swore in the post. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're adults, aren't we? And, and you know, take it or leave it. But uh, the majority of the there was, I think there was one or two comments that said, "I'm going to report this because you, you used to swear swear yeah, yeah. a word in the in the post," and then. There was a barrage of comments just saying, "No, you you don't have to apologise for for swearing." Yeah, yeah. It's in the context, you were just so happy. You're in the moment, you're happy. And you've achieved this goal, and yeah. So, but so where we are today, we nearly two years into unmasked. Yeah. Nearly two years, yeah. which will be. Uh, we I think we plan to do celebrations <laughs> last year and the year before, right. When we uh, after his first month, we planned to do a celebration or something like that, but we we haven't got round to it yet. And I think that's purely because there's just always something happening. Yeah, yeah, as definitely. In, you know, we could plan for doing a, a a ball or a masquerade ball or whatever. Un masquerade ball. Un masquerade ball, or we could plan a, a a big do here in the office. But obviously, with the current situation, that's put a dampener on it. But there's just always something going on at Unmasked where it sort of overtakes. Us partying about being around yeah, for yeah. two years. That's what he's doing this time. I'm having a baby. Yeah, that's a good celebration. That's a good celebration. Are so you gonna call? Are you gonna call this baby unmasked? I'm gonna call it mask. <laughs> mask. Mask. <laughs> call it mask. Call it white table talks. White table talks. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't. I won't press you for names because that's uh, something that we always wanted to keep really close to. I was actually thinking about names last night in bed, to be honest with you, yeah. and I think I've come up with the perfect name, but I won't, I won't say it. Will Please I? be Logan Junior. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I was thinking about it in bed, and uh, yeah, I think I've come up with a perfect name, although I've forgot it now, so I should have written it down. Yeah, probably. should have written it down, mate. Should have written it down, probably. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, your role in Unmasked, obviously founder of Unmasked Mental Health, the charitable organisation, so we do the peer support groups and the app and the counselling service and stuff like that. And your role in, in there as a as a founder uh, and, never and, and a trustee and it, it never stops. That's tw that's a twenty four hour role, twenty seven yeah. twenty four hour seven days a week role. 
Um, we we haven't really had a break over Christmas and and stuff like that. It, well, you haven't. I have. Well, I am. Yeah, you, you have. A, you've had a bit of a break. I, I've been coming into the office, but I've been bringing my daughter in and stuff like that. But um, but but it hasn't really had a break because you are on your phone and you're doing bits on your laptop yeah, and yeah. stuff, even though you think, all oh, right, it's holiday now and I'll have a break. But on the business side of things, so many people don't actually know there's two sides to unmasked. So yeah. there's unmasked mental health, which is a charitable side. And then there's a separate, there's a separate, a completely separate part yeah. called Unmasked Mental Health and Wellbeing Limited. Two completely separate things, isn't it? Yeah. So Unmasked Mental Health and Wellbeing Limited. And to put it into a, into a nutshell, I guess, th there's many different things that we can do with Unmasked Mental Health and Wellbeing Limited. But I guess the overall view on it is that we're a training company. Yeah. That's pretty much what it That's is. pretty much it. We're, we're a training company, are we? And, and so we deliver training. Yeah, we deliver training, any kind of training with it to do with mental health. So, you know, we've just recently had mental health first aid yeah. that we provided. We provide the mental health first aid England, two day, one day, adult youth, provide it all. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a selfless plug there, eh? But that, I, so what I would wanted to get at is your role within this, within the limited company. Yeah. Uh, director, director, yeah, sales, 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 yeah. Sales, sales, yeah. So Doug takes care of the sales of of Unmasked, the training company. And uh, what I wanted to ask you is, I think we've spoke about it briefly in person, me and you, but uh, and and possibly some of the other members of Unmasked, you know, like Robin and yeah, yeah. when we've had as as little board meetings and stuff like that. Which are getting bigger, which is weird. Yeah, which is kind of weird for us. I think we're doing as well, aren't we? Yeah, because we're just two lads from 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 a small town, you know, and that's a small town that's getting bigger. But we're just two lads from Halifax. Before I went into this, we knew nothing about running a charity, nothing about running a business. Yeah. But we're here. We are two years down the line. And it's like first meeting. We're like in a little shoebox of an office. Yeah, yeah. And now we have a a full four roomed office. Four roomed you know big meeting boardroom and stuff like that and we've come so far uh, but what's been the biggest challenge within your specific role so if we use your role as yeah, sales yeah. what's been your biggest challenge through the past two years and have you overcome it or have you not so think of a challenge what i i think i can think of the challenge for you i, I know it i know it and as as daft as this sound this well 2021 when we knew this airs it'll be 2021 because it's new year's eve today it might, yeah i might drop it today. might drop it today but you know for me this year has been my biggest challenge in business because we worked so hard last year to get us get his name out there to provide all these services to businesses and it was getting to the point where I literally was on the phone. Can we offer you this? Can we do this? Have you got anybody for your mental health uh, training? Have you got this? And it, it got to the point where it was last year, January of this year, yeah. was getting booked. We were getting bookings. I wasn't having to make the phone calls anymore. People was coming to us for yeah. the work. And then COVID struck and it was just like it had been flipped on its head. All that work we'd done and all that calling we'd done just disappeared yeah. people were cancelling on his left right and center and it were i'm like why it was squeaky bum time for me <laughs> yeah you know me and, me and Duga, i think this is why we work so well um it's because we're completely different per well completely different people we've got similar personalities you know and stuff like that but we we're different people in, in regards to what we do as a business um me i'm a bit more relaxed I, yeah and, you know I've, I've come into the office one you know i can think of it going back a fair few months ago, probably middle of the lockdown, the first lockdown, the big one. Yeah, yeah, the and one. the big one. And uh, I came into the office, and I could tell that you pretty much about to bawl your eyes out. It, do you know what it was? Do you remember that time up at up at the I office? Do, yeah. I do. And it was a it was the time where it was like, right, do we have to stop doing what we've been doing? That, and I could tell that's what we're going through your head, and. Uh, uh, and I don't know why I'm so relaxed about it and stuff, but I, I think what's in my head is that the charity is always going to be there. Yeah. And that's what we started out as, and that's what we always aim to just be, is just the charity. And it yeah, just definitely. happened that we, we were like, right, we don't want to take money from the charity. We want to pay as mortgages, rent, as bills or whatever, you know, through a, a different company. And then we came up with the training type mm -hmm. of things, and that's when we went down that training room. And it's been super hard. Um, sort of getting his name out there because we're known for the charity 
definitely better. We're not known for training, but we, it's different it's now. It's different. I think what you've got to think about is if that training company disappeared, that track will always be there. Yeah. And even if I went back to selling vehicles. I think that's what I tried to install in your yeah. head. And I know, I know it's like that every single, you know, every time that you get that sort of squeaky bum time, um, that's what I try to come out with is, you know, look mate, if it goes back to, we have to go back to sales. My background's in working for the council, and if I have to go back to the council, I'm gonna go back to the council, but the Unmasked Mental Health is always gonna be there, and that brand, that logo, that face of Unmasked is always gonna be yours, and it's always gonna be there forever. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe that's what makes me so relaxed about it. The charity's growing and growing and growing, isn't it? But, you know, flip, what, six, nine months ago, mm-hmm. in a way has helped the business yeah definitely yeah it's it all especially over this last month you know this last month two months it's it gets to the point like it does get to the point and it scares me every time i think right is it is, is today the day i shut the door in the must a mental health and well-being office and say we can't continue as a trading company anymore yeah and you know it's probably around about that time now, if I'm honest with you. you know, the weird thing is, though, the, the office won't shut. Yeah, the office <laughs> won't shut because, <laughs> because the charity's still there. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's Right now, it's it's sort of like, I don't think, I think you could take that with it, you know, as well. But I don't think the trading company will ever shut. I don't think it will. I, th- I think we have we have the two that's, yeah. you know, that's here. The, this is the charity's office. Yeah, and it, it would be, it would be like, if we were to go back to normal jobs, it will be still plugging away with the charity as we do, you know, in his own time, no home or whatever on a Thursdays. But I'll probably still be sat behind a desk somewhere working for a motor company, yeah. selling vans, and then on Sly, you coming know, in here. coming in here, like working for me, my little desk in wherever. And uh, yeah, does anybody need any mental health training? And yeah. then taking a holiday to do that training just to try and get it built up. And right, right now, it'll probably be that you've been working from home anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be working from. Oh, I'm working from home and you're secretly sat in this office. Well, yeah. But, uh, that's not going to happen, mate, so let's not think about that. Definitely. Because uh, I, I see a brighter thing, I see brighter things happening for Mass Mental Health and Wellbeing Limited. We've got some great people on board now, that's the thing. Got good people on board, and we're being recognised for a training company now. Mm-hmm. Not, not just, I say just, I, I hate that word when I use it like this, but not just a mental health charity. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting noticed as a training company now. People recognise as well that they are two separate Big things. reputable companies yeah, yeah. within our local area and the country. Definitely, yeah. Uh, you know, we did his first international talk to how many countries was it? How many was it? 30? 30 countries it was. Well, 30 locations, 30 across, locations the globe, across, the, across the world, yeah. So there were countries like India and it was... A, you know, countries like, yeah, India, America, America Australia, Australia, China, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, all, all over. All over. And it's because we're good at what we do. Yeah. You're not uh, blowing me on trumpet. Yeah, but, you no, know. I am blowing us on trumpet because we are good at it. Yeah. We're it's because we've got a passion. We, we love what we do. Exactly. That's the thing. That's why That's why I, I get so worried when it does get to that point. I think yeah. that we have to shut up because I, I wouldn't want to go back to my nine to five job. I no, wouldn't. I don't want to. Uh, I wouldn't. I absolutely love what we do. And I love when we've been in somewhere to a workplace and people come up to us and say, do you know what, you guys are real. And That's I, and touched a straight it's, heart yeah, sort of it's touched my heart string. I understand where, where you guys have been and the journey you've been you've been through because, you know, there's, there's, there's yourself, but we'll do your podcast later on. Yeah. Not today. Um, and then we've got Robin as well. And our journeys are so powerful and, and so, yeah. you know, and, and when we do go in and tell our stories to people, they, they go, do you know what? I, I see myself in you and that's to me that, that light bulb moment when people go yeah. if they can do it you know if they can get through that I can yeah yeah exactly that's why I love what we do what we do yeah um, so what I actually thought you was going to say as a challenge uh, within your me. role me. No, no. within your role in sales because I've heard it on the other end of the phone if mental health doesn't exist oh yeah in our poor mental health doesn't exist here and then hanging up the phone. I thought that was going to be one of your biggest challenges because it doesn't, um, it's, it's not just happened once. It happens a lot, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not just something that we, that's happened once and it's stuck with us and we talk about it. It happens all the time where people say, nah, it doesn't happen here. No one's got, no one's got poor mental health here. I reckon. We don't need training like that. Out of 100 phone calls, if we were to make 100 phone calls today, I reckon 20 of them 
would turn around and say, ah, my half don't exist, or yeah. we ain't got time for that. I always remember that company, I know what sale it is, yeah, but yeah. I always remember that company we rang and they said, mental health, no, we ain't got time for that. Yet. And they're not small. They're not small. <laughs> they're the biggest <laughs> company. And I'm like, companies we oh to. my God. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping they, you know, we sent them an email after I'm up, you know, but I'm not really open, but I am. They remember, I said, you know what, guys, Let, let's get you in. Yeah. Um, and, good. yeah, it's just it's just when people say that, it's like, oh, what, how? But <laughs> it just baffles me every time. And I think now, it's, you know, especially what's going on, 2021 it is going to be tough. Yeah. And right now, not just us, this is where things like this are needed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so moving on to the um, next question is a bit bit strange, but it's not. It's not. It's strange. not. It's not because we, we've been asked this before, and I've asked you this bit before. But if you had an extra million pounds here, yeah, right. Which put it out there, we don't have an extra million pounds. I wish we did. <laughs> but you had an extra million pounds in your budget, right? And this is not for the charity. So it's for the business, right? How are you spending it? Um, do you know how, how, how I would spend it? If we had an extra million pound in the business, I would. I don't mean this bad. So right, so scenario: someone comes along, they listen to this podcast, right? They listen to White Table Talks, and they say, do "You know what? These guys are different. I like them. I want to invest. I want to do. Yeah, I love what they're doing. I want to invest, right? And they come up to us, it's like Dragons Den, and they say, "Right, do us a bit of a pitch. We tell them what we do. We tell them who we are. Blah blah blah. And then they say, "Right." I want to invest a million pounds into you. What are you going to spend it on? So, I think about this a lot as well. I would spend it on someone that does sales. So, <laughs> so and I spend it on someone that does marketing. Yeah. So, one thing we've had to learn very quickly is a site is like, I've never, I, I've been the salesman, but yeah. I've never been a sales director. Yeah. And you've done marketing or, and stuff like that, yeah, but yeah. you've never yeah. done a marketing director's role. But if I would, spend that million pounds I put some of that into a budget to get someone to do your job or just one person <laughs> someone to do your job someone to do my job yeah yeah so we can concentrate on going out and yeah. delivering our talks because yeah. that is what I love to do you know when we signed up for this I didn't I didn't realize that I have to be an accounts man yeah I have to be a bank man I have to be a sales manager I have to be a postman, a mailroom. Yeah, I have to be so many different roles to you. We've got so many different roles to do, but if I could get some to do all them jobs and say, we've got these guys, I'd have a di another office as well in down south or whatever, but I'd also want to crack America as well. Yeah, yeah. Crack right. America or crack Australia. Yeah. So I put a lot of money into, into opening another office over there. Like, so opening up in a mass mental health and wellbeing yeah. over in a different country. International. International waters. Um, and then it kind of fit in that you mentioned all these different stuff that that we have to do separately, you know, or well, we're doing together or separately. You're, you're better at doing the the bills and stuff like that from us than I am, and, and me I might be a bit better at doing posts and social media and marketing. This is not just know. this is not just for up, you know. This is this is Logan's work. It is. It is. I'm quite proud of it, but. Um, What's been the biggest failure? Not COVID, don't say COVID, right? Because we all know about COVID, all right? But what's been the biggest failure in the last year? And why do you think it happened? I don't really if know. there is one. I don't really know. It's, it's it could be a failure of you didn't make a brew properly. You know what I mean? Like, it might be because there's, there's always summer and, and we, there's that saying like, it's not a failure, it's a lesson. But so we can change that. What's been the biggest lesson? That you've had in the last year. The biggest lesson I've had in the last year. It, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm. It's a difficult one. It's really difficult. My biggest lesson is is learning to be where we are now. And I'm, that's probably don't make sense. But no, I don't. But <laughs> learning to be where we are now because, and you said don't use COVID or don't use that. But everything we've taken over the last two years, or everything like when we very first started out people we went to all these networking meetings you know to try and get a business and this and the other and everyone spoke to us like we knew what we were doing <laughs> yeah, yeah and i don't mean that in a bad in a negative way because we do know what we're doing we're just not as we're not businessy we're like business sense, like businessy words and you know have, have you done your projected forecast yeah, that's what's in it i was like what what's what? the projected for oh now we have to google that yeah it, it's like to me having overcoming that and, and learning to 
answer them questions and I always remember one guy sat down with us and it's, it just goes to the charity side and it was when we were sat down, in fact it was in an office across the road Yeah. and he prepared us for these questions, he said like you're going to get answered these questions, you're going to get asked these questions and this questions and this question and he said if you can answer them questions before you're asked, they won't get asked. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And to me that was a, that was a, a life lesson because that's how we've projected ever since. I think it was to do with a pitch, wasn't it? It was, it was to, to do with a pitch, yeah. pitch on the app. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember that conversation, like saying basically, you know, what you're saying is, is great, but they're going to ask you questions. Mm. So try to think of their questions before yeah. to answer them while you're doing your pitch. And then when you ask them, and when you ask them at the end, has anybody got any questions? They're like, there's no one, there's no one to ask because you've answered it. Yeah. And that to me, that's one of the biggest lessons I learned because, you know, it's been, I don't know why, it's been tough running a business, has been tough, but do you know what, we've done it and, and there's really no, no negatives to come out of it, I don't think. No, when you do something like this, I think, not, not, ju not mental health, I mean business in general, so whether you own a soap, soap company or whatever it may be or whatever, these little pop-up businesses that are happening now. I think you should just be proud of what's, what yeah. you've done and what you've achieved because, like Doug said earlier on, we, you, we, you've not, we've not come from like a business background. We've not come from this sort of background. And we just said, you know what? Let's grab it by the balls and just do it. Let's quit his jobs. Let's quit his jobs and just do it. Which was a difficult thing to do because at the time, jobs my, were good. my partner's jobs were good. I had a good job, you had a good job. Partners were both in university, so they, they have no income. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we've gone, yeah, let's quit his jobs. Let's quit his jobs. I want to run a charity and I want to run a business. And I'm like, what? Are you mad? Yeah. And you know what? Together, collectively, we've made it work. Yeah. You know, Charlotte's made it work. Rebecca's made it work. But, you know, without them two, you know, they're as much as it is, as we are. Oh, yeah, too, right, yeah. You know. Because they have, they have a lot of belief and support. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Them. Definitely. And they give us that drive. They give us that kick up the arse. Yeah. So... This has turned into one of them podcasts that I'm going to have to put like an advisory warning on because I keep swearing, Doug. Ass is not a swear word. <laughs> but um, so, what, what's what's the future looking like, Doug? Before we before we wrap it up, before what's, we wrap it up, what, what's the future looking like for you and Unmasked, or just you uh, in your personal life? Because what you've got something pretty big happening soon, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Sixteen days after this <laughs> after this podcast, I'm actually uh, self isolating for fourteen days because yeah. the baby's due. And then you'll be on maternity. And I'm on maternity for two weeks, so I won't be in the actually in this office for the next. Was it paternity for a month? Paternity. Yeah. yeah. So I won't be in this office for the next month. I'll be working from home for the next two weeks. The reason being is because we are having a baby in four, six, well, 16 days and, you know, if I get COVID within that six days, Rebecca has to go in there by herself and, and give birth and that's not what we want. No, so, it's a special time. Yeah, yeah. You wanna, yeah. I want to be there, I wanna, you know, so I'd rather lower that risk and work from home. And then I've got my paternity for two weeks where I'll be turned off, so it's all on you. It's all on me, it's all on my shoulders. Which is what happened today. But yeah, I think the future, I, I'm just looking, I'm, I'm excited, I'm worried, but I'm excited about what's yeah. going to happen as well for Unmasked because on the projection of what's happened in the last two months, I think we've got a, a very strong start to 2021. Yeah, I do too, yeah. And I'm really excited about it and, you know, if anybody does want us in the workplace, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Well, I'm going to say, mate, t towards the end, like, is there anything you want to, is there anything you want to add? You know, is there anything you want to plug, anything that's exciting coming up that you want to talk about? I've got stuff that I need to talk about, so... So, I'll, I know what you've got to talk about. Do you want to talk about the charity and then I'll talk about... Or I'll talk about the business. And Go for it, mate. Talk about the business. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Unmasked Mental Health and Wellbeing because that's what we were doing. Uh, as Logan said, we do have a limited company and I'm the sales director for it and we provide anything mental health. So, mental health first aid, mental health awareness sessions, peer support into the workplace, which is needed right now. Um, and we also provide wellbeing reviews. So, if anybody's working, listening to this and thinks... Do you know what? I need some of that in my workplace right now. Please, please, please get in touch at Doug at unmaskedmentalhealth.co.uk or you can give us a call on 01422 356 I like it because people that are listening won't, be, won't have seen you do that, but people that watch, <laughs> that you've just, your eyes went straight up to this number that you can actually see on the camera. It's a new number. <laughs> I've remembered it twice now. If you're listening, 
from abroad as well, if you just add plus 4-4 four four onto that, <laughs> then that is perfect. So it's plus 4-4, four four, four one four two two three five six nine four five. So our website is www.unmassworkplace.co.uk. It's currently down at the moment because we're rebuilding it um, to reflect what we do. But yeah. Yeah. I'll pass you over to Logan for the uh, for the charitable side of things because we've got some pretty big things coming up for 2020. Yeah, it's quite weird doing this podcast because I've got to try to imagine you as not my colleague, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to do this whole time. But it's now we are. But now we are, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Unmasked Mental Health, the charity. We do peer support, basically, and uh, very recently we started with this counselling, didn't we? Yes. Uh, so counselling starts again in January, which I'm super excited about. Two new counsellors. Uh, we're looking, yeah, we should be having two new counsellors, not replacing old counsellors. So we should have four in total. So going from two days of support to four days, which will be unreal. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So we are, uh, we have some volunteer counsellors that will be helping out uh, coming from universities um, I think Salford University Salford yeah I think so, um, that's super exciting and then as hubs have been closed uh, for the past two weeks but just due to the days that they fall on yeah. you know it's a Thursday so I think it was Christmas Eve Christmas right? Eve New Year's Eve so we had dual yeah. hub tonight we're very out I don't think we're having one tonight are we so well they're not officially open no but we, yeah. we have actually this is uh, the Sobby Bridge one has secretly been open for the past two weeks, mate. So, uh, we, <laughs> the Sobby Bridge one was open last week and they're actually having it tonight. Tonight. Is it Thursday today? It's Thursday today. Yeah, so they're having it tonight as well, um, which is fine. Uh, they've sorted it out themselves, they've arranged it themselves. So, uh, But in the new year, on the 7th, we have the normal hubs back open again. So, we have uh, the Brig House hub open, yep. uh, which again, something exciting might be happening with that. Uh, but we want more people to attend uh, the Brig House Hub, uh, yep. so we're looking for that. Uh, we have the um, Sorry Bridge one officially open again. Yep. And then what our aim is to just try and get these pins back up on this board, isn't it, Doug? Definitely. So yeah. we have a, you, I don't think you're about to see it on the camera, uh, but basically we have a map of England and uh, we have Calderdale mapped out as well. Um, but we, we started before COVID, we had. I think it was five in Cold, six in Calderdale, and then eleven more pins on yeah. the board to open up. Yeah. Um, and obviously, what's what's happened? It's just thrown a massive spanner in the works. But we're gonna we're gonna get going again. Just it, um, they're gonna get going again. They're gonna get going again. Yeah. So the aim is to get one within an hour's drive of any location in the UK. So you know, and then maybe some internationally. But um, for anybody that's what is a hub? What is a hub, Logan? So a hub is. <laughs> thanks. Are you asking me the question? I'm asking you the question. Now. What is a hub? So the hub is um, it's peer support group. It's for women and men, 16 plus. All right, it's anyone can come along. You just get you come along, have a brew. We sit around in a circle, yep. basically, or a, a shape of some sort. It's ended up being oblongs or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's not a circle. But uh, what we do is we try to eliminate any any obstacles in in front of you. So we we just take away tables and stuff like that, and it's just it's just a group. We sit down, we have a brew. There's some bickies that go around. Obviously, individual rap because of COVID friendly. Uh, yes, uh, but um, bickies, cakes, and stuff like that. I mean, the Solid Bridge one's really good because there's a there's uh, somebody that attends there that always brings baked goods. So the short biscuits, shortbread biscuits, and stuff like that that comes. Love it. Um, but then we ask five questions. So these are structured questions, and it's not focused on mental health. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. Um, Necessarily, we we don't really mention the Here, word. Here, mental health. Here, how's your mental health? Yeah, it's not that. It's um, they're just sort of opening questions. So question one's always the same. How's your week been? Because we generally don't get asked how's your week been. It's normally you pass someone in the street. If I pass you in the street, it's hey, mate, you're alright. Yeah, fine. And that's it. Yeah, fine. You're not going to say actually, mate. No, I'm not alright. Because that never happens. But if you stopped and say, hey, mate, how how you doing? How's your week been? Oh. Again, spanner in the work. Oh, all right, okay. So how's my week been? And then you start getting talked. You start opening up. Uh, question two, for example, I've got an example here, so we can share oh, it. Give them out. Give them out. Giving away the secrets. Mm. Giving away the secrets. If you had a friend who spoke to you in the same way that you sometimes speak to yourself, how long do you think you'd let them do it for? 
So again, it's not a question that's focused on mental health, but what it does is it opens things up and makes you think about things. Actually, yeah, I do talk to myself a bit, a bit naff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And if that was somebody else doing it, I, I wouldn't be friends with them straight. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd get get rid of them, get rid, get them out of my life. And that's sometimes what we have to do with his thoughts, is what you know how we speak to ourselves about his body, about what we're doing, or constantly putting ourselves down, aren't we? Definitely. Um, so yeah, that's an example. Question three is always the same again. It's always, is there anything you'd like to unmask? <laughs> um, so yeah, is there anything you'd like to unmask? So that's quite a bit of a, I guess it's self-explanatory question, I guess. Yeah, um, bad, sad, funny. Yeah, it's anything you want to get off your chest, really. Better out there. That's sort of what that question means. Is there anything you want to get off your chest that you've not spoken about before or you've spoken about before but you just want to say it? Definitely, because it's better out there. Once you've said it, you can leave it in the room and that's it. You never have to mention it again. Exactly. And in question four, we have two more questions after this, so we have a four and a five. Question five is always usually quite... Jovial. Jovial. This this example that I've got here that we're actually using this week um, at the Sawyer Bridge one, because I've done some questions for them even though they've organised it. Um, but this one's just a bit different. It's just it's not it's not that opening, but it's it's what's what's something that used to scare you that no longer does, you know. So it might be that oh well, over over the lockdown period, I've been stuck in house and all the spiders that come out. I'm no longer scared of spiders. You know what I yeah. mean? Something like that. Um, and then question four is if you could put a message on a billboard uh, for everyone to see, what would it say and why? So if you could put one big quote up on the wall. And these are the sort of the questions that we ask. They vary week to week. Some weeks are a bit more emotional. Yep. Some weeks are a bit more happier. Um, some weeks are a bit of a mix. And that's pretty much what a hub is, mate. It's pretty much how the hub works, isn't it? Yeah. So, so after that, we, we run it from 7 till 9 on a Thursday night. Um, we don't usually go past 9 because uh, it's all volunteer-led. Yep. And um, the facilitators, we have a facilitator, co-facilitator and stuff like that. And uh, like Doug said, we try to open them up all over the country within an hour's drive of, of each location. So if you want one, get in touch. Get in touch, yeah. If you think you can help help us out, get Facilitate in touch. Room, provide yeah. a room. Definitely, yeah. Um, and then uh, we have a new one opening on the 7th. It's sort of new, but it's not sort of new, but it is sort of new, if you know what I mean. So we, we've always had a Halifax hub. Yeah. And it's, it's, had, there, it's had two, two homes. Two homes called since we started two years ago. Yeah, it was called El Smart Move. It was a smart move. Then it moved to Fire Station. It moved to Fire Station, but Fire Station have said that they're not opening their community room for foreseeable future. Uh, they can't manage the safety there, if you know what I mean, yeah. like because it's a lot of people use that room, don't they? So they can't yeah. guarantee that the last person in there will clean that room. Yeah. So what we were doing when we were there, we would go into the room. They'd unlock it for us. We'd make us own brews. We'd set up the room and everything like that. And then at the end of the night, you just turn the lights off and go. Done. Yeah. So. What they because they're obviously on call, it's like you'd have to clean down everything and they just eliminate yeah. that, that process. So, uh, we've actually got a new place iconic, it's an iconic place within West Yorkshire, probably in England. It's, England. it's pretty well known. It's, a, it's an old cloth market, I know, and it's not as iconic as Eureka. It's, it's is it? It's more yeah. Everyone knows Eureka, yeah. Uh, putting Halifax on the map is Eureka. Uh, but so is this place as well, and uh, it's the Peace Hall. Yeah, the Peace Hall. The Peace Hall, massive place uh, in Halifax, in Coldale, West Yorkshire, really well known. Uh, they've been kind enough to offer us a room for free. So that is the new the new home for Halifax. We've, we've just gone, well, it's like a partnership with them, aren't they? We're going to yeah. hold a massive event there next, charitable event there next year as well, to raise some funds. Yeah, definitely. So, um, But that's about it, really, for... Uh, from me for the charitable side uh, we've got some uh, we're always looking to do some more fundraising and stuff we've got a few big events coming up yeah me and you are riding John O'Groats to Land's End aren't we John O'Groats to Land's End August yeah so that's going to be pretty exciting to do we're looking for sponsors for that as well we've some, you know, we're looking for people to join us and we're looking for businesses to sponsor us as well if they want to yeah so we've got that challenge ahead uh, we've got another big challenge with the Peace Hall I won't really mention who's involved and stuff like that but it's going to be a big excited, I'm excited it's going to be a biggie with the peace hall uh, again they've been amazing supporters of us uh, that are offering that location that mm. venue and I say, yeah and not just not just a room it's the whole of the peace hall uh, so super excited for that one 
um, and then there's some more some more fundraising even there and stuff like that that's happening which is always always exciting uh, I want to just give a quick mention to ultra lucky competitions yeah always uh, they, they started supporting us a couple of months ago uh, they originally came in with the idea of we're going to give you five percent of profit mm -hmm. uh, of, of what we take and donate to you guys so over the moon with that you know someone could donate as a, a 50p and we'll yeah. be happy with that um, but what they decide, what what happened is that someone won one of their cash prizes. They donated five pound, I think it was five or ten pound. Yeah. They started it off, and they said, "Oh, I want to donate this to your charitable cause." So it started off for like a five or a tenner. Next thing you know, everybody that's got, everyone that's joining the the ultra lucky competitions, sort of their raffles, they donated and donated yeah. the first month, which was. Uh, 400, 400 October, yeah, October yeah. it was for October um, it was 400 and summer for I, I think it was 443 something yeah I think it was 443 I feel bad for, for not uh, knowing the exact sum but 443 then it went up got donated and then they doubled it for the month of November yeah, yeah. so which they just managed to send across which I'm so grateful for but they managed to get 882 um, pounds donated from their supporters mm -hmm. so not just from ultra lucky but from their supporters of their page and uh, I think you've had a conversation they've already got a couple of hundred for December. for December so big shout out to them guys at ultra lucky competitions you can find them on social media yep. on Facebook as ultra lucky competitions I think they're also on Instagram as on well Instagram and then I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors as well I was just going to say that uh, uh, another another quick shout out to our um, good friend and he's actually a part of Unmass, one of the directors of Unmass Mental Health and Wellbeing, one of the trustees of uh, Unmass Mental Health, Pete Clark, yep. from Global Partnership Training. Uh, another training company, but they do they specialise in, in different stuff to what we have. More health and safety, more health and safety, first aid, uh, you know, physical first aid and. Uh, yeah, they they do everything, all, yeah. all different types of training. So I just wanted to give them a, a bit of a, a bit of a push, a bit of a shout out because they they've supported us from day one. Yeah, and uh, they've been their name's been a part of us, uh, been around us since day one. Pete Clark, Dave Mariner, absolute legends, um, and they they support everything that we do. So, yeah, uh, shout out to them. And then, do you want to mention? Yeah, the yeah so so for every hub we open, so wherever location we open, we always try and get a business to sponsor that hub. Um, so in Brighouse, it's LA Brook that yep. um, and Tano Dental that that sponsor that hub, and you know Tano Dental supply the room, and LA Brook donates every month, um, but he also supplies all the cleaning products to all our hubs. Yeah. So that's an amazing, amazing thing. So hand sanitizers, wipes, wipes, sprays. I think that spray there, you spray it up in the spray air before up, you leave yeah. the room settles kills any bacteria or even you know yeah yeah so our hubs are are completely covid secure masks wears masks yeah uh, so the hubs are completely covid secure thanks to the guys at la brook um, and then we've got our halifax hub which is supplied by peace hall and synergy procurement as well so they um they sponsor that hub as well by donating every month so so a big thank you to them uh, without them we won't be able to do some stuff some stuff you know we won't be able to do stuff uh, we, we rely a lot on fundraising Definitely. and sponsorships. All our services are free, aren't they? So, you know, it's no matter what service you use, whether it be the app that we've got, the counselling service, the um, the walks, yeah. the peer support groups, the counselling service is the only one we charge for, but it's a minimum donation um, and it's purely to keep it going because we pay for counsellors to come yeah, in. So, yeah. so, yeah, we just really appreciate everything. And... Um, that concludes our first ever official Fish white it. table talks, Doug. Uh, thank you for having me across your white table. Yeah. Um, it's You're the guest today. The guest today. It's been fantastic talking to you. Um, and what's next? Who, who, who have you got on next? Well, there's a there's a big list. There's a big list of people, but I think what we might do is you actually interview me next time. Yeah, we might have to do that by a Zoom, but you know we can do but it. We might do that. Yeah, um, we've got a number of people that, that are going to come on. Some uh, some big some big people. Definitely, if you want to come and tell your story as well, then please 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 get in touch because that's what this white table talks is for. It's to give you a voice and to let you tell your story when you are ready. Yeah. 
Definitely. So we've got a couple of our volunteers coming on. Yep. Uh, a couple of people from different podcasts uh, that have that are wanting to come on. Really. So I'm excited to do that. And uh, but yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. And I just want to make this a regular thing. Um, and we'll sign off as always, mate. Yes. I hope you all stay happy. I hope you all stay healthy. And let's continue to unmask the stigma of mental health, guys. Take care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for coming on today, Doug. Cheers, mate. No worries. Thank you.